Hey, this is Mike Missanelli, and you're listening to the Feed the Embiid, the number one Sixers podcast in America. Yeah, 2-1 on his jersey, playing like he's number one. Best big in the league, and it's no debate. Who's from the haters? Point him to the exit. I guess every franchise needs its process. Every franchise needs its own process. Coming down the lane, yeah. Watch your head, yeah. We post a every game, yeah. Get your Kodak. Once he gets you under the basket, you better just pray. Hit you with the jab step, knock down, lock from Ben. Get out the way, and one. Let the fans know it. Yeah, homie, let the fans know it. Watch the trailer, the three is going in your eye. If you mess, you better get back. Cause if them bees, there won't be a putback. Keep all that trash out of the paint. Cause them bees will put it back in your face. He's a cold blooded killer, and he take no prisoners. Yeah, dump off from TJ. Call it the feed to him, James Harden, Blake Griffin, Anthony Davis. Now, the people at home are going to think we, we planned this, but we didn't. Oh, Marjanovic, his second career three. It was that kind of day in Philadelphia. Good evening, everybody. This is the Feed to Embiid, and I am your host, Austin Krell. Sixers were back home playing the Brooklyn Nets, a potential first-round playoff matchup tonight in Philadelphia, looking to split the season series 2-2. Two to two. Obviously, there's been talk that Brooklyn has been one of the more difficult matchups for the Sixers this year due to the likes of D'Angelo Russell and Spencer Dinwiddie. Remember, those two have been averaging together 66 points a game versus the Sixers this season and the Sixers were coming off of a bad loss in Atlanta on Saturday and then an even worse loss in Orlando on Monday had two days to let that marinate yeah the Phillies season opener today they win that 10 to 4 thanks to a McCutcheon homer a Franco two-run homer or a three-run homer, I should say, and then a Hoskins Grand Slam. Harper didn't do much in his debut, but you know that—that's we're not going to worry about that. Just it's just day, it's just game one um, of, of a long Phillies career. But the Sixers tipped off not long after that. They came out firing. I mean, really, it was the kind of game where you were wondering, you were you were wondering how are they going to respond to this Brooklyn team tonight after couple of days off getting their 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 brains beat in by the magic and then really just an ugly two-game uh road trip following the win in a win against boston at home and you know i listened to a lot of sports radio engaging the pulse of this of this fan base people were worried i mean they always worry they that you know the sixers could win eight games in a row 10 games in a 20 games in a row and you know, they could beat good teams in a span like that. And I don't think it's blasphemous or ridiculous or over, really overreacting to say that they will they win, you know, 10, 15, 20 in a row, and they go and they lose one or two, and it's like, well, what are they? Are they the team that we thought they were? Because there's a, a very 
natural inclination by this fan base in the city to assume the worst, which we've been through. We've been put through the ringer with our teams, so we know how to sort of protect ourselves. But there's no reason to let two games judge your judge your overall season and how things have gone for you. And with that being said, they they came back and they knew they had a, a, a you know a, a a big old gorilla on their shoulders. They had to get off, and they did. They got off in a big way early in this game. Sixers led by as much as 20 um, in in, the, in this game. They led by 15 after one, and then the Nets sort of made inroads the rest of the way. Um, they got it to I think six was the, was their was their best, and then the Sixers pulled away, going up 16, heading in the fourth. Nets uh, make it. A, the the slightest bit interesting. They don't really recover at all, but um, you know the Sixers win the game one twenty three to one ten, and it was a it was a really good refreshing win. Puts those two losses, the bad taste of those two losses, out of our mouths. We can now move on and focus on the next game, which is Minnesota. Jimmy Butler's return. Um, but what did they do right in this game? Well, you can look at the three point shooting. Early on, the Sixers made eight of ten threes. You heard the one made by everyone's favorite backup, Bobby Marjanovic. He's made two now in the last three games. Um, it's kind of funny thinking about that he's already made more three-pointers in his career than Ben Simmons has. And took him fewer games to make to make a three than it took Markel Fultz, which, you know... I'm just going to beat that joke until it's dead, or past its death, I should say. Um, but early on, it was a three-point shooting. Joel shot three of four from three, three for three in the first quarter. Jimmy got a, uh, Jimmy nailed a three in the first. Uh, Reddick got off the schneid. He made uh, he made a three. Um, yeah, Reddick, yeah, Reddick made a three. Um, Scott made one. And early from there, it was it, it was. Smooth sailing. Uh, they, they got off to a very hot start, and they and they benefited from it. Um, th- that that sort of you know the the Nets kept it. I mean, it was a very much of a, very much a slugfest early on. It was um, it was Brooklyn hits one, then Sixers hit one, then Brooklyn hits one, then Sixers hit one. But then the Sixers went on a, a huge run. I think eleven zero to go up ten, and then that was really all all she wrote. Um, they kept making them, and they went up by 15-20. And then the Nets sort of would, would claw back in, and then the Sixers would pull back away. Claw back in, pull away. And that was really this game. The way that the Sixers did this, though, and I think you have the credit. I know we hate to, God forbid, we give any credit to Brett Brown. Um, but tonight, Russell for the Nets, 13 points, 8 assists, uh, 7 turnovers on 6 of 19 shooting. Dinwiddie. 13, uh, 13 points, 4 of 9 shooting. Those guys have averaged 66 together against the Sixers this year. Tonight they had 26 total. Joe Harris was obviously a big scorer for the Nets tonight um, because his defender was J.J. They just ran him through through uh, through curls and, and screens, and J.J. really couldn't do anything to get through. It was open 3 after open 3 for him off of those um, curl round screens. And he was nailing them, so he had 22 tonight on, uh, with four made threes and 8 of 12 overall. But the bench for the, for the Nets also kept things interesting. Karis Levert had a good game, uh, 18 points, 
Rondé Hollis Jefferson sort of kept pounding, kept putting his head down and pounding his way to the rim and staying aggressive and making the Sixers foul him. He took seven free throws, made five. Um, the Nets actually missed a ton of free throws tonight. They, they they got the Wells Fargo Center crowd very excited with the number of uh, free items that off off of off of Wendy's menu after the game. I think it was it got to a point where it was a free medium frosty and a free medium fry for for the number of of, uh, of free throws missed by the Nets in the second half. But you know, credit the Nets. They're a tough team. They're they're good. Um, they're they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be in this in the playoffs this year, barring a colossal meltdown. They seem to have nice leadership. Although the players on this team, the reality is that they couldn't be the best player on their team. They'd have to be the you know, uh, Russell would have to be a second option or a tertiary option, but he couldn't be the number one option on a great team. I just don't see it. I think he's incons- I think he's a bit inconsistent for that. Uh, but he's had a great year. Probably most improved player, and um, the Sixers held them at bay. They weren't getting they weren't getting everything they wanted. They weren't making a ton of threes. They shot eleven of thirty two. Sixers shot twelve twenty five, and that was how the Sixers played this game. And they said we're gonna we're, we're gonna make someone else other than D'Angelo Russell and Karis Levert beat us. And that's what they did. And it was the bench doing doing the heavy lifting for the Nets. Um, the bench had. Over 45 points for the Nets, whereas the Sixers bench had um, around 30 points, maybe a little more than that. But it didn't matter because Embiid had 39 tonight on a very efficient 12 of 20. Uh, Tobias had six. Butler had seven, had nine. Um, JJ had 18. Ben had 16. Uh, Mike Mike Scott had 11. But the big difference in his game in terms of in terms of the bench scoring that, that really kept the Sixers above water was Boban Marjanovic. 18 minutes, 16 points, three rebounds, six of eight shooting, um, and, a, and a made three. What's so amazing about him that really we kind of we don't talk about enough, or at least I don't talk about enough, is that his, his ability to sort of catch the ball at like the free throw line and back you down, and then just t- turn around and make a and make a falling away one handed shot because. He's so damn long that he's basically he can push you up from anywhere and reach the basket with with his reach. I mean, he's re, it's really he's ridiculously long, and that's what that's what he is. That's what that's what's so um, intriguing about him. Uh, but the Sixers' defense tonight was not terrible. They gave up, they gave up one ten, but they were up up by double digits most of the game, and so you know they got they got a little. A little relaxed at the end, and they give up a couple more points. So that's that's what it is. But it was a really good win tonight. They they did a good job of saying we're the game planning for this team. They they said we're gonna let someone else beat us. It's not gonna be uh, Dinwiddie and Russell like it usually is. It's gonna be somebody else. And you know they gave up points. Karis Levert and and Rondé uh, combined for thirty seven. But Joe Harris was. The only starter outside of Russell who had double-digit points. Rodion's Karuks gave them nothing. Jared Allen only played eight minutes. Uh, Demari Carroll three uh, three points. They did a good job of holding the starters at, at bay and 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 holding off and pay, being disciplined and holding off that that that, that uh, driving kick action, the mid-range game for D'Angelo to get him going. Uh, they limited the the three-point makes. They cont- they made they contested threes. And no one was getting great looks, and they were, and if they and the works, the looks they were getting, they weren't making, and that was what this game was. 
That's all it was. And the Sixers, like a good three seed does, like a good team does, like they are, came out after two bad losses and they took care of business. That's all it was. That's all this game should have been. There shouldn't have to be a long conversation about this game because a long conversation about this game means that I had to vent about something or, you know, it was it was a lot to discuss, but there wasn't. Sixers came out hot. They they took a, an early lead and they and they put the clamps on, and they sort of kept them at arm's length the rest of the way. What I like what I have liked the thirty point win to show that they were really pissed off about what had happened the last couple games. Sure, but they were up by fifteen or more most of this game. So I'll I'll take what I can get. Uh, with that, Sixers will be in Minnesota on Saturday playing the Timberwolves. It will be the return of Jimmy Butler to Minnesota, and there will no, there will not be any Robert Covington for for Minnesota, um, so it'll be a, a game there. And I believe, I believe they return home. Although I could be wrong about that. Anyway, uh, before we go, quick word from our sponsors. Do you like shotgunning beer? Do you want to increase your shotgun time at parties? Check out my boys at the King Cobra. King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. It's also a tab puller, vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is spelled with a K. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the code TRESTACOBRA10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. The feed to Embiid and its name is protected by U.S. copyright laws. Reproduction and distribution without my written permission is prohibited. Copyright the feed to MB 2019. Sixers winning it tonight against the Nets, 123 to 110. Split the season series. They will be on the road playing Minnesota in minute. Be playing the Timberwolves in Minnesota on Saturday night. Again, the return of Jimmy Butler. Be back with post game coverage following hopefully another victory. Um, in the meantime, this is an NBN Dash Radio podcast. Uh, please leave a, 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 a subscribe on on Apple and leave a five star review and uh, a five star rating and review. And as always, find me on Twitter, A Krell Sports. That's capital A, capital K, A Krell underscore Sports. Talk Sixers basketball, talk talk Philly sports in general, whatever you want. I'm always happy to talk to people and interact. Um, but for now, as always, thank you for tuning in. Have a great night. And this has been the Feed to Embiid.